I am joined by Gail Kim right now. We're going to be talking Slammiversary coming up, uh, Impact Wrestling 20 years, uh, a big celebration, a lot to talk about. Uh, how are you doing today? I'm great. Sorry, I was positioning myself so I can get the, the window light here. All good. So it's good for you. Mm-hmm. Looks great. Uh, this is as much uh, a celebration of 20 years of Impact as it is about the 2022 pay-per-view itself. Yes. Uh, I, I did want to talk about some of your moments in the company. Um, I know Awesome Kong is always number one, rightfully so. Yes. Uh, <laughs> but uh, you've had some quite some battles with uh, Taryn Terrell. I feel like aren't yes. talked about as much as maybe they should be. There's some of my favorite matches. Uh, as it happens, Slammiversary in 2013, that was Slammiversary 11 was one of them. Uh any thoughts on just getting to work with her and yeah. uh, what that did for what that did for her career and yours at, at the same time? Yes. I mean, you know, Awesome Kong was obviously, you know, I think as a performer, as a wrestler, you always look for those magical moments, as we call them. Uh, they're very rare. And sometimes some people are lucky to have just one. Um, so I was always striving to have that next one after Awesome Kong. And I honestly didn't know if it would happen it really is an alignment of the stars in terms of your opponent and your chemistry with them and when Taryn came along you know she was we knew each other from Smackdown and WWE previously but she really wasn't utilized as that talent and she always did want to wrestle but I think she was seen as this pretty face you know she was a general manager of ECW and so when she came within into the company she hadn't been in in-ring in action for a while. So they slowly built her the way that it should be done and got her comfortable back in the ring. And we decided to have us work. They decided to have us work together. Now, Taryn and I, I, I always try to play to my opponent's strengths. And I knew she always wanted to be very physical. She always expressed that backstage. I was a very physical being as well. Um, she just had that trust within me as well, which you absolutely need when you're in the ring with someone else. And I just knew her strengths as she was a stunt woman outside of wrestling. Mm -hmm. And she loved that as well. And so I was, I knew she would step up to that next level with me, which you don't get to meet too many people that will go kind of balls to the wall, as you call it with you. And she absolutely did. And so that day I feel like people just, really didn't have many expectations out of this match and so we just went for it and um we couldn't have asked for anything more in terms of fan reaction peer reaction it was definitely a magical moment and you know we had a, a falling ladder match after that and in terms of that that was supposed to be another last knockout standing match and mm -hmm. because the company loved the first one so much they said let's do it for a tv audience and i said no we just absolutely cannot i didn't want it to be compared because it was the same type of match mm -hmm. and so i asked her would you like to do a ladder match you know are you in and she said absolutely whatever you want and so it was a literal begging of to the management separately of each person to say, please, let's, can we do this ladder match? Because we don't want to have to top that type of match and have it compared. We just want to create another magical moment. And mm -hmm. they, you know, Eric Bischoff was there at the time and he said, you know, with that much passion, how can we say no? 
And so we're just for, so fortunate that we were given that ball and was able to run with it. And Slammiversary obviously was that last knockout standing match. So those are my memories of Slammiversary and just mm. obviously so dear to my heart. Yeah. And then the latter match you mentioned, that was a number one contenders match. So then you have all of the stuff that happened in the title picture too. And it all developed from that original match. So, you know, it was kind of cool to see like how, like you said, like maybe people went into it, not expecting her to be a certain way and it really propelled her into the future. Yeah. I, you know, I always knew um, Taryn's passion. Taryn's willing to work her work ethic, uh, what she wanted to prove, you know, because all of us women had something to prove back then, just trying to prove that we could draw or we could uh, go as hard as the guys. And it's just always a never ending battle, to be honest. Um, And I feel like nowadays it's much easier. You see a roster of almost 20 women or 20 women right now on, you know, the knockouts Mm -hmm. within our company and everyone being utilized because everyone's great. Uh, Everyone has a valued position within the company and, you know, queen of the mountain. Now we're doing another historic match. They just did their ultimate X match. And I don't think there was any doubt in terms of um, what they could achieve. You know, the ultimate X was actually asked for from the girls because the structure was up for the guys one day and the Mm -hmm. girls um, were like, can we have one? Can we have one? Look, we can climb it. We're going to prove it. And so Scott DeMore was watching. He's like, well, maybe. And so they gave that match to them Mm -hmm. and it was just great. And so when Slammiversary 20 came along, I mean, the girls didn't even have to ask for it. The company just said, we're going to give them queen of the mountain because king of the mountain has been such a staple within our history for the men. Mm-hmm. so yeah, yeah it's a great step yeah and I think uh when I talked to Tasha she was like I want a lockdown match too like I want lockdown <laughs> back so there there's another one that we still haven't seen yet but you know could, I did it lockdown. could happen I did lockdown but in a singles not um with multi-women but yeah. uh we haven't done lockdown for quite a while so I know all these girls many of them from the time I've been producing I don't think I've produced one cage match. So you're right. Um, something maybe we've done, but these girls have not experienced yeah, it. So yeah. they want to tick that box in their career. We'll have to wait until after Queen of the Mountain. Let's yeah. <laughs> get the, let's get that out of the way first. But I remember yeah. she was like, yeah, that's that's kind of one of my bucket list matches. But uh, it, it is really cool to see Queen of the Mountain. Uh, that match was like really a big part of the, the early days of the company. Um, yeah. Mia Yim is in the match. She's one of the yes. competitors in the match. She also said you were a, a really big part of her coming back to the company. Uh, how does it feel sort of having a talent say that? Like you're not just uh, a fellow competitor anymore. You, you're you an advocate for them, really making sure yes. that it's the best situation for your friend and now somebody that you know you work with as a colleague. Absolutely. You know, I can really identify with her, uh, the Diana Perazos of the world as well. You know, the people that maybe felt like they had so much talent to give and maybe weren't given the opportunity. And so, you know, I worked with Mia. I've been in the ring with Mia. Um, I knew what she was capable of. And sometimes people don't get opportunities in other companies. And so she was there for years. And so I knew 
maybe her confidence wasn't at the highest it could be, you know, because that can happen. If you're not being utilized, your confidence can go down. And I just wanted her to really believe again how talented she was and what she was capable of and that people could value her. And I wanted her to have a run as her being her authentic self. And I mm-hmm. feel like Impact Wrestling does such a great job at um, people being able to be themselves the best form of themselves when they perform and given that platform to show all the fans what they're capable of, just like I, I had the chance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's something that you hear so often about impact mm-hmm. giving talent creative freedom but it's really cool to kind of see uh not only how she's grown in maybe like the past year or so but even if fans don't remember that far back like she was jade in the company like she was part yeah. of the dollhouse uh she was actually one of the competitors it was a triple threat uh but your last slam anniversary match 2016 uh it was a three-way knockouts title. Sienna, Allison K was the other competitor, but yeah. Um, can you maybe just talk about that match? Memories on that, and just maybe oh, I actually how have no, no. I know this is so bad. <laughs> I have such a bad memory from wrestling. It's not. I think people think it's an excuse, but it really is not. I have certain vivid memories of my career. I've had so many matches Mm. it's just really hard for me to even remember a lot of them are a blur to me um i significantly remember more singles matches to be honest because it's that one person in that focus um i don't remember a lot of tag matches or three-way matches and also if there wasn't a significant story necessarily to all of them i i don't have great vivid memories it's crazy um Mm. i'm just getting my memory back now from not being in action it's um yeah it's a wrestler thing okay (laughs) no fair enough uh we we got quite a bit of detail out of you know the taryn terrell the anniversary that match but like you said maybe it's singles competitor but uh, it's hard even with awesome kong who is probably the most memorable opponent i've ever had I only have certain match memories with her, mm. you know, the highlighted matches. Cause we worked each other a lot, mm. uh, certain moments, even backstage where she threw out her back and we we're supposed to perform soon. And, you know, our match getting pushed down the card. And um, I always tell this story because of our come, you know, the bond we had after we created so much magic, um, her back was out and she still wanted to perform because that's just who she was. And, I said, are you okay? I like, are you sure you're okay? Because if you're not and we're out there and you seem out of it, I'm going to slap you in the face. <laughs> and she said, Gail, we just have that relationship. Just go ahead and do it. If I look out of it, just slap me in the face. <laughs> and so, um, you know, I have little memories like that. Uh, things that fans may not have seen. Um, but I don't, in terms of matches, I can't, there's not many that I'm very vividly clear on. Uh, so how about you, you, people call it your retirement match now, but the match with yeah. Tessa, is it the same way yeah. with that one? It's more about oh, the moment than the that. match. It, okay. I will definitely remember that match um, because it was the closure of my career. And I think a lot of wrestlers don't get that opportunity to close that door the way that they want And so, you know, I was just always a perfectionist in terms of my performance and um, the previous 
retirement match was there was no story involved there was it was kind of thrown together and it was a three-way match um in Canada and so I didn't close my career the way that I wanted to and um the proper way and so when I saw Tessa Blanchard performing within the company and me as a producer I took I said to Scott tomorrow I'm like I want to come out of retirement and close that door properly and so you know a lot of guidelines in terms of what I, I wanted out of that. I wanted the proper story. I wanted people to be invested in that story. And so they did take the two months minimum to build it. And I said one match because my back uh, and they obliged to all my requests. And I couldn't have asked, honestly, match quality wise, story wise for anything better. That said, uh, I'm sure you still get asked about coming out of retirement has that gotten any better? Has it got, has it quieted down a little bit? Like, because I know you've said, you know, you were looking for closure and, you know, you're considering your health, but yeah, it, I, you know, people ask on Twitter probably all the time. Has that gotten any better? Um, people still ask. And I actually got like a formal kind of inquiry recently as well. Um, and the company has asked me in the past to face Diana and things like that. Um, but for me, uh, I value my career and hold it dearly. So I don't want to ruin the saddest. I, I was okay with the last match. I was great with it. Mm-hmm. And so do I go back in my perfection, my crazy perfectionist mind and ruin that? You know, so mm-hmm. it would take a lot. Um, it would have to be the perfect opponent. It would have to be the perfect situation for me to be able to put my back at risk again because I have no disc in my L4, L5. Uh, I work very hard on the daily to have a normal day-to-day life. Mm -hmm. And so if I did come out of retirement, that could probably perhaps high percentage of a back surgery. And I don't want to go through that again. So Mm -hmm. it would, it would have to be something quite impressive for for me to come out of retirement. Yeah. Because I get satisfaction from helping the women grow in the division. Mm -hmm. I get that. I, I really, truly feel like I don't miss the ring because of that um so I'm so grateful that I don't miss the ring to be honest I'm I was deathly afraid of that as all athletes are um so if I'm feeling happy and healthy why would I right yeah yeah why mess with it uh I ruptured my L4 and L5 so there you go you know yeah I'm on your side with that uh yeah I I will get you out on this. I know a few weeks ago you kind of said you were looking for like a, a creative outlet or like, you know, yeah, sort of to physical. blow some steam off. <laughs> yeah. And everybody said like, oh, why don't you fight or why don't you do this? So uh, yeah. any uh, suggestions or would I would say uh, do an escape room? Have you tried that? <laughs> I had a lot of people give me suggestions and they're like, they, they have those rooms where you can destroy things and rage you know, rooms. Yeah. I think just being a physical being and being a wrestler in the past and being able to have that physical outlet. I think that um, nothing will ever match that. Mm-hmm. And I just go through these waves of missing it, obviously. Um, but who knows? Maybe I could just slap Scott tomorrow on camera and I'll be happy. <laughs> I, a, uh, I always joke with him. I'm like, let's just have a cat fight out there. there <laughs> Let go. me beat you up. 
I so I was going to suggest maybe uh, you could do the demo on Restaurant Impossible, but I think fans might like uh, slapping Scott around a little bit. Yeah, maybe they would. I would like that. <laughs> so many matches that are announced. Uh, I know there's probably a few that are still yet to be announced. Uh, it's exciting. I mean, you, you have a queen of the mountain match you have the impact knockouts uh world tag team championship match yes uh and plus you know i will the say main the, past- event, the main event josh alexander and eric young uh two people i've known for actually eric young i've known my whole career and that guy uh you know he embodies tna the past of tna and the current impact as well and mm-hmm. josh is one of the best wrestlers in the technical wrestlers in the world right now it's just a almost like a clash of generations, kind of like Tessa Blanchard mm-hmm. and myself. But EY's Eric Young still has it, you know? And so I just know it's going to be a really competitive. I want the girls to steal the match, steal the night, you know, and I've already put that pressure on them. Uh, but you never know because of Eric Young and mm-hmm. Josh Alexander. But I'm actually really looking forward to seeing who all the mystery opponents are going to be for, because we haven't announced a lot of those. And I was telling everyone in past interviews, I, I don't even know some of the opponents. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was asking creative for weeks, like, who are we bringing in? I want to know. And, you know, um, so then they wouldn't really tell me. And then recently I said, you know what? I want to be surprised. Yeah. Because I think that's a lost thing in terms of our business right now is being surprised and um, the excitement it brings. So I'm excited to see yeah who's going to be there and the reunions we're going to have. Yeah. Then I know the past couple of years, it's kind of been built around like our world's changing again. And Mm -hmm. the whole theme was about the surprises. I like that it's scaled back in a way this year and it's more Mm -hmm. focused on the card, but they're all, there are those surprises coming. It's just not as heavily advertised. Uh, You mentioned like there's a great main event, two great women's matches uh the impact originals against honor no more the briscoes and good brothers have been going at it for a while plus ultimate x yeah uh so much going on there but uh slammiversary june 19th in nashville uh here's to the next 20 uh thank you very much for your time today and uh best of luck next week and hopefully we get to do this again yes we will definitely thanks Bill.